0: super talk mississippi media production
1: hello ladies and gentlemen this is jamie Creel with shelter insurance come see how we have built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our switch and save located in ridgeland and florida mississippi give us a call 601-992-6000
2: this is rebecca turner and thank you for listening to the good things podcast here on super talk mississippi
1: this show was previously recorded
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi, you're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner, and we've got Rhino in studio today, too. And don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see i got a guest in the studio with me today, which always makes me happy. i got Mr. Thomas Sanders. He has been dubbed as the next Jerry Lee Lewis at the ripe age of 17 years old. Big shoes to fill, but lots of good things are coming. Uh, in terms of headlines from you and your talent, you're a pianist and an artist and a musician. And welcome.
3: Oh, well, it's great to be here, Miss Rebecca. I'm very honored to be here. Well,
2: I have been hunting you down since our good friend, Trisha Walker, our mutual friend, but then a good friend of good things, mentioned your name to me back last November before the 50 Nights of Lights there in Cleveland. You had just graced the stage at the Grammy Museum um and played, and she said, you need to have Thomas uh on good things. And so it hadn't been a year, so I, I did better than that. Um But you are a busy guy out there with your gigs and things so congratulations
3: oh i appreciate that i've been staying very busy extremely busy <laughs>
2: well there's a there's a shoe to fill or i guess a need to fill in terms of different types of artists so your i guess uh music of choice or your instrument of choice is piano you don't see many of those it's usually guitar or whatever when did you first stumble upon the piano thomas
3: well it was. I was probably about six or seven years old, maybe younger, maybe a little bit younger. Uh, all I remember is I had a little toy piano when I was probably about that that age, um, and I would pick out cartoon songs on on it. and uh, And I went to church one evening. It was Christmas time. Uh, uh, Kingston Methodist Church. My, me and my grandparents, my cousins, all went out there. Uh, and I, they had a piano in there. And I, I kind of walked over to the piano after the services, and uh, and I picked out silent night and i was probably about six or seven years old and, uh, and then the next year when i turned eight uh my daddy got me my first piano uh it's an old upright piano and uh the rest is really history you know i i kind of picked up a boogie beat i must have heard it on television or something one of them cartoons and i started doing that left hand like jerry lee did and and the rest is history, pretty much. I just kind of caught on after that, and uh, it just took off.
2: So I guess it's that story of Thomas that the piano chose you. Maybe you didn't choose the piano.
3: Yes, ma'am, that's exactly right.
2: When you were five or six and you were listening or what, which uh, now I'm interested in what cartoons or maybe kids' shows were you watching where the tune, I guess, uh, piano tune, because Rhino and I have discussed here many a times how classical music or actual instrumentation back, back in the day, but you're 17 so that couldn't be back in the day of, like, Wildy Coyote and some of the other, you know, cartoons. So what were you watching that you heard in your head that you would then turn around and try to play?
3: It might have been Tom and Jerry or something. I love Tom and Jerry and all the older cartoons. It, it might have been one of those. It, I'm really not for sure exactly what it was. I just remember I started playing it one day, and I must have figured it would come off of television somewhere. Uh, or on the radio. It could have been on the radio. I'm, I'm really not for sure, but that's just what I figure.
2: So eight years old, you got a piano first for Christmas. Did you have any formal lessons, Thomas, or did you just sort of figure the machine out yourself? I
3: figured it out myself. I did take lessons because my grandmother wanted me to take lessons, uh, but I was already pretty good when I started taking lessons. And uh, uh, Miss Jenny Chafin at Wilson County Christian Academy, where I go to school at, uh, I took lessons with her, and and, uh, she tried to teach me to read music. I can't read music. Uh, She tried to teach me how to read music, and She would play like Beethoven and Bach and all this classical stuff. And and I never could read the music. I would sit there and watch her fingers and listen to it. And she would kind of show me the way and I would listen to it and go back and play it. That's the only really somewhat of lessons that I've had.
2: That's incredible. You know, I connect with that just a little bit. I took piano as a young girl, but I, I read them. I did the whole formal, had to be forced to, to practice, do my recitals, all of that. But it stemmed from my grandfather played at church, and he couldn't read the music. He played all the hymns um, by ear and then by memory. He never, nec- I want to say excelled. I mean, he was a fine pianist, but he never necessarily excelled. He filled the position that was needed there at the church. Um, but I was always fascinated that... There was this ability to be able to hear and then translate because I was very much more, oh, gosh, no, I got to read and then, you know, follow instructions because that's really what reading music is, is is sort of like following instructions. And for you to have that kind of backwards or I guess different, it's interesting how you – I want to know how your brain works, Thomas.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I couldn't tell you that. I don't know none of that. Uh, I just know I just sat down one day and started playing (laughs)
2: So what drew you, what, okay, so if if the Beethoven's and all that, that's what you heard in the play, when you got excited, who did you start feeding off of? Like, what artist inspired you as a pianist? Uh,
3: Well, for one, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, but I started playing like him somewhat before I knew who he was. Uh, When I picked up that sort of left hand, walking left hand on that that bass of the piano, Uh, I went and played for Mr. Jim Easterlin uh, in Vidalia, Louisiana at the music store, and I played, uh, it must have been some kind of boogie beat that I'd come up with, you know, something that sounded good to my ear. Uh, and I played it for him, and he he looked at me. He goes, "You kind of sound like Jerry Lee Lewis, there, son." I said, so "Looked up at him and said, who's that?'"
2: I said, "Say who introduced <laughs> you to Jerry Lee Lewis?" Because that's not always something that, even though he's a you know phenomenal Mississippian, you know, it's not many that parents just go, "Hey, you should you should hear this." So that's who introduced you to him.
3: Yes, ma'am. Uh, and then, well, he told me about him the first time, and then about a year or so later, um, we was coming home from Shreveport. And uh, Great Balls of Fire comes on the radio. Uh and I'm like, Who's that? Well, it was Jerry Lewis and I heard it I looked it up one time, I listened to it on my phone when we got home, about six o'clock the next morning I was playing Great Balls of Fire. I must have been probably How do about,
2: you do that? <laughs> How do you see what keys to do I mean to I, sort I just of know?
3: Listen to it and I, about five about six, seven o'clock the next morning I was playing Great Balls of Fire. I must have been probably about ten something, ten years. What's your
2: family old? thinking about this around about this time?
3: Well, I remember when I started playing, my dad over there, he walked in the kitchen about that time, and he looked at me real strange. (laughs)
2: Like, is that you, son? Are you playing a recording? (laughs) He came in my
3: room one time, and I was watching the Great Balls of Fire movie, playing along with the the songs in the movie. And uh, he came in there, and he said, I couldn't tell if that was a movie or you.
2: Well, you know, that's your parents got lucky because most parents have horror stories of when their kids first bring home instruments. And then it's, you know, like we we try to really be supportive until they figure out those first notes. And your parents had none of those growing pains with you. It seems like, Thomas, you just went straight to to being sort of good at it. When did you recognize that not everybody could do what you could do with a piano? Because it sounds like. You, It was very um, uh, like an instinct for you. Like it was just sort of you just didn't know that folks couldn't do that.
3: Well, uh, it was probably here recently, uh, about a year or so ago, you know, everybody just kept telling me about cause about a year, about a year and a half, almost two years ago now. Uh, I started going out playing places, playing gigs and stuff for money. Uh, I didn't realize you can make that much money <laughs> doing that i uh, never thought i started playing never thought it would take me anywhere else, but boy was i wrong absolutely uh, but uh people just kept telling me man you're good you're good you know and i hear the same thing from everybody you're you're something else you've got a talent and uh that's when it kind of hit me you know not everybody can do that
2: no uh, not everybody can do that not even halfway good not even chopsticks,
3: and that's what some I know some people that can't even do that,
2: <laughs> you know I would brush up my skills. I promised Trisha Walker that I'd, I would figure it out the next time I was in Cleveland. We would play a little chopsticks there on the on the streets of Cleveland because they have the piano set up but um but no, no, not everybody can just sit down to a piano and, and sort of um and sort of play that way what was your what was your first gig? What was your first paying even if it was small gig where you got to be a pianist for hire?
3: I think it was about two years ago in February, uh, out at the Woodlands event venue, Wedding Barn in Kingston. It uh, was owned by Mr. Leslie Floyd. Mr. Leslie Floyd just passed away not too long ago. Uh, I went out there, and, and Mr. Donnie McIlwain was out there, uh, and he had his, He was playing, and uh, he was one of the opening acts. We had an Elvis impersonator come in for Valentine's Day, and, uh, and between his acts, because he did like a young Elvis first, and then he... he took an intermission and then come back as an older elvis like from the 70s uh in between his acts they got me up there and i played great Balls of fire and uh i got a standing ovation uh elvis didn't even get a standing ovation at night which would me <laughs> you uh, mean
2: the elvis impersonator there elvis okay. impersonator <laughs> i was like elvis got plenty of standing oh ovation. yeah <laughs>
3: definitely this, yeah. but uh they paid me $20. Uh, I played two songs. I played Great Balls of Fire and a whole lot of shaking going on. And I paid me $20. And that's when I kind of realized that, hey, I can go do this for a living, make some money off of it, at least, you know, for right now, until I can get my fan base. Absolutely.
2: You know. You're still 17. <laughs> yeah. And so you said that was about two years ago. Fast forward now, you've been on all kinds of stages, including the Grammy Museum. And you've got more dates coming up. But we've got more with Thomas Sanders, piano Sensation, coming up next.
4: Oh, well, it kisses me, baby Ooh, feels good Hold me, baby Well, I want to love you like a love is true. true You're fine, so okay. kind, kind to, to tell this world that you might, might, might
1: This show was previously recorded. This show was previously recorded.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: watch Good Things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. We're even on YouTube. You can also catch Good Things live on C Spire TV if you've got that. We are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel which, once again, it's the most beautiful day in Mississippi today. You can also catch Good Things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. We are continuing our conversation with Thomas Sanders. He's 17 years old, but he's been called the next Jerry Lee Lewis. and You don't mind saying that because you have connected to the Lewis family so how did you get connected with jerry lee lewis's family
3: well it first started out uh it was may of last year uh this month last year i believe it was or it might have been march or april i can't really remember exactly um my friend judge david bramlett down in natchez had knew uh another good friend of mine mr tim vance and mr tim had known jerry lee and family for a good while and uh and he heard that i was a super big fan and and uh and uh he got jerry lee and miss judith to put together a package to send to me in the mail that had included a, a signed autographed picture that said two thomas sanders love jerry lee lewis and uh his last man standing cd he signed jll on the front of it and he gave me a keychain uh with his face on it and uh and uh a little fridge magnet you know he put they put together this this little package sent to him it was the greatest thought it was the greatest thing in the world It was very exciting and uh and then after that, just things started getting growing more and more, and uh, and uh, eventually I got up to the Grammy Museum last uh, this past November and uh, played for his awards, the Crossroads of American Music Award ceremony, and uh, along with Jacob Tolliver. And uh, uh, after that, you know, I just started getting more involved with everything. And uh, June the twenty fourth, I'll be in Memphis on Beale Street uh, playing for a fundraiser at his bar uh, for to fundraise his monument to put on his grave because. He said, I don't want no headstone on my grave. I want a monument, is what he said.
2: Well, and I think that sounds and it lines up very much with Jerry Lee Lewis's personality. Sadly, though, you never met him in person.
3: No, I did not, unfortunately, uh, before he passed
2: but your but his uh family has still gifted you with with certain things you even mentioned today the shirt you're wearing here on good things is that Jerry Lee Lewis's
3: yes ma'am this is one that Miss Judith Lewis had sent to me uh uh she sent me uh, about five or six of them uh, uh one shirt that I have uh, is one that he wore when he met Mick Jagger at Sun Records not too long ago uh uh but this one's just a regular old dress shirt that he that he might have worn on a uh, lazy sunday maybe uh, but I like it. Uh, it fits. All of them fit very well. They fit like a glove. It's like it's meant to be.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of like passing of the torch. And I think you know, there's a lot of young artists who come along who may uh, find or idolize or sort of mentor from one who paved the way. But piano is just a little bit different because again, there's just so few that had piano as sort of their instrument instrument of choice. Not that they couldn't others can't play the piano, it just wasn't their standalone or stand out sort of uh instrument and was able to make a career based off of just like Just that, And Jerry Lee Lewis obviously um, did that. And you brought your instrument into the studio today. So I encourage folks to go over to supertalktv.com if you would like to to watch what's about to happen. But, of course, you're going to get to hear it wherever uh, you listen to Supertalk. So you are going to play. What are you going to play for us, Thomas? I'm going
3: to play Great Balls of Fire.
2: Do you ever get nervous playing such a iconic or have you now played it so many times that you just feel like it's part of your soul?
3: I never really was nervous about anything getting up in front of people playing. I mean I've been doing it my whole life at church and at school and everything and uh
2: did you ever play Great Balls of Fire at church
3: when nobody was in the sanctuary? yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that that no I mean that's uh, I love, I, uh you know what church sometimes needs uh needs a little rocking like that. okay, do you know the backstory behind great Balls of fire what where Jerry Lee was in his career or time to write that?
3: It was around uh late fifty seven at sun records and uh it was written by otis blackwell and otis blackwell has written songs for elvis and and a bunch of other people and uh, and jerry got presented this song and he's like i like this but at one point in the recording session sam uh he started arguing with sam phillips which is the the owner of sun records and uh and he started had this religious this, this religious argument you can go on youtube and find it uh and Jerry said, it's the devil's music. I don't need to play it. But they eventually ended up cutting it anyway, and it was a big hit.
2: Well, you know, that still still could be, but it was definitely a big hit and a good choice. For him, it's going to be a great choice for you today. So you can walk over to uh, the piano if you would like. So you're about to hear Thomas Sanders, 17-year-old from Natchez, Mississippi, playing Great Balls of Fire on his keyboard here in the Good Things studio. Take it away. <laughs>
4: You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much loving drives a man insane. You broke my wheel, What a thrill! The good in this could raise these great balls of fire. I laughed at because I thought it was funny. You came along and you moved me, honey. I changed my mind. moving fine. I said the good in this could raise these great balls of fire. Kiss me, baby. Ooh, feels good. Baby. Well, I want to love you like a lover should. You're fine, so kind. I'm gonna tell this world I'm your mine, 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 mine. I chew my nails, twiddle my thumb. I'm real nervous, but it sure is fun. Come on, baby, you're driving me crazy. Goodness, could raise great balls of fire. Come on, baby, you drive driving crazy. The goodness
2: is great balls of fire. Wow! I feel like everyone listening to Good Things is clapping, whether you're in your car, keep your hands on the steering wheel, or especially if you're watching by TV. Yeah, you are fantastic. Like you've never heard that before. You've got talent! <laughs> uh, what's it feel like every time? Do you get excited to, to play? It just seems like it pours right on out of you.
3: Absolutely. I mean, every time I get to chance... Every- i be walking at school and we'll be cleaning up in the gym after certain things that we have in there. We have a piano in the corner. Every time I go in there, I have to play it. Every piano I walk past, I have to play it.
2: <laughs> so right now, what are you interested in playing, or what are you learning? When folks show up at your different like events, obviously, if they come out in Memphis and they see you at a Jerry Lee Lewis event, it's going to be primarily what you know um, he played. But like when you're playing your other things, what else is on your, I guess, playlist or uh, set list?
3: Johnny Cash. I do a lot of Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, um, a lot of the older stuff, uh, a little bit of Merle Haggard here and there. Um, let's see. Uh, Roy Orbison, uh, all of the old school stuff, and and I've been trying a little bit of Morgan Wallen here recently. Uh, I like Morgan Wallen. He either. may
2: be a four letter word around here right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? As long as you show up, people will would be excited uh, to hear you play. I'm sure.
3: <laughs> and uh, people, I said, somebody asked me one time I was playing at Locust Alley, is a local bar downtown Natchez, and uh, somebody asked me, "How do you not lose your voice?" I look at him, I said, "Lose my voice." Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> well, I guess it could happen, but it would be like get cramps in your fingers. Do you ever play until, like, your fingers get sore or, or hurt or, well, I don't know, you need to take a break?
3: My fingers never get sore. They never. I never have to take a break. I can sit at a piano for 12 hours and, and play throughout. Tw- you know, it just depends on what kind of day, I, you know, what I'm feeling that day. But uh, I never get cramps in my fingers. They never, they never start hurting, uh, and it's just... I mean, I don't, I don't even understand how it works, but because uh, everybody else, I don't see how you play that long, play like that for that long. But uh, but no, they, they never cramp, they never hurt, and I never have to take a break.
2: Have you made a record yet?
3: No, ma'am, I have not. Uh, the only time that I have recorded was with the DMI at Delta State uh, Music Camp uh, this past summer. We recorded Great Balls of Fire. Uh, but uh, I don't think it's been officially released. It's, I, me personally, no, I've not recorded a record.
2: I to say, other than Jerry Lee Lewis, right now, is there a pianist who is make? I'm trying to think. Who, there's there's a guy. He's tall. He's got curly hair. He's not country, but I can't think of uh, his name. Um, I think he sings more. Um, opera or classical style music that makes a living as a pianist I I can see him but I can't think of his name but is there anyone right now who's out there that you're like that's the career that I would like to have or are you paving your own way Thomas? I'm going
3: to pave my own way I'm going to do like Jerry Lee did you know kind of go back behind him and try to Uh, I want to try to, I've been writing my own stuff, trying to get my own stuff written. Uh, It's more old country songs than anything. Uh, As a matter of fact, I tried to write a rock and roll song uh, called Rock and Roll Ruby, and later come to find out it was one that Jerry Lee Lewis recorded I didn't know about, and it's almost the exact same lyrics, and I didn't even know it.
2: That's really cool. Um, well, I think the sky is definitely going to be uh, the limit for you, Thomas. Is there a is there a song that stumped you that you haven't been able to to nail yet?
3: Not really. Uh, I can sit down and pretty much listen to anything and play it, but if I don't like it, I'm not going to play it.
2: Oh, ah, okay. You, you do have you have boundaries. You have standards. Yes, I like ma'am. that. And you're about to graduate high school, so we're going to learn what Thomas is going to do next, coming up next.
4: And I think it's going to be a-
1: Show was previously reco- um. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner.
0: She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Back to good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us too when you're on computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalktv.com. I still got Thomas Sanders in the studio with me. He's 17-year-old from Natchez. I've dubbed the next Jerry Lee Lewis. And if you just heard him play, then you definitely know why. But hang tight if you missed it. We may get a little more out of you before the show is over today. Um, but you're seventeen. You've got like your whole life ahead of you. Obviously, we know what you're called to do, and that's to play the piano of some kind in some way. So what's you graduate this year, right? You graduate in May.
3: Yes, May the 19th.
2: And then where are you headed?
3: I'm headed to Delta State University.
2: I Uh, love that.
3: Seems like the best place to go. I've been up there for music camp this past summer, and it was great. I loved it. Uh, So that's where I want to go.
2: We'll have to get you connected, too, with Steve Azar, who hosts In a Mississippi Minute here. He's got a lot of workings there at, at DMI. And if it wasn't as the performing, what part of the music business or within that education realm are you most interested in learning about?
3: Probably the business side. I think I need to learn the business side, you know, reading contracts and how to read them just in case somebody wants to try and get some money out of me that they ain't supposed to. Like, you know, what happened with Colonel Tom Parker and Elvis back in the day? Uh, just learn how to recontract and, and how the music business works on the inside instead of what the people see you know
2: oh absolutely i would think it's it's a whole animal from what i hear um for an art every artist has a different experience uh moving through or navigating through that particular business realm you mentioned that did you get a chance to see the elvis movie
3: i have not seen it yet everybody at school tells me it's so good but i haven't seen it i need to go buy it or something or, or stream it or on netflix i don't know what it's on i don't i'm not too technological with that kind of stuff but uh uh, I think they've got it on DVD, uh, and I might go buy it and watch it, but I've heard it, I've heard great things about it.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely, yes. And I will admit, I hadn't seen it either. But <laughs> the author who wrote the book that inspired the movie was also from Mississippi, so it's just a lot of good connections. And two, just what the story is sort of, you mentioned starting so young, trying to learn the business, just trying to you sort of find their way. But you're finding your way to plenty of events. So what all do you have coming up, Thomas?
3: Well, this Saturday... Uh, I believe Jimmy Allgood, uh with one oh seven point one the river in Natchez. Uh they're having some sort of festival this Saturday. I think from ten to twelve is when I, when he wanted me to play. I I've, I've got to call the
2: Heritage him. Heritage Fest or the Heritage Days in Liberty, Mississippi, okay, I think th- it is.
3: There's that one. Oh, that's this, that one. Yeah, this is a different wow, one. Wow, you are uh, busy. <laughs> uh I've got two this weekend. Uh Jimmy Allgood wants me to do one. I gotta call him about that and see. Uh, if that if we're still on for that. Uh, and then later that afternoon this Saturday at 3 o'clock, I'll be in Liberty, Mississippi, playing at uh, Liberty Heritage Days, which is sort of like an annual thing they do, I guess. Uh, I've never heard of it until before. Somebody had told me about it and wanted me to come do that. Uh, but Lane Hardy's going to be there, uh, and he was on American Idol, I think, a couple years ago. I can't remember when. He's going to be there a couple of family friends is going to be there Mr. Larry Dean Dixon Uh, they play some music and uh, I've got one of his CDs they're great I love it Uh, he's going to be there uh, and uh, I'll be there and a couple other people but we're going to have a great time Uh, but uh, then after that you know I'm usually regularly downtown Natchez every weekend either that or across the river in Vidalia, Louisiana Uh, at one of them restaurants Crawdaddy's BB's there's a couple of restaurants right there off off the Natchez Bridge in Vidalia um and there's a bar across the river you know I, I'm I'm everywhere was there a area. way
2: for us to keep up with with you
3: I have a Facebook page it's uh Thomas Sanders I have two of them I have my personal page and my music page but it didn't mean if you can find it whichever ones some for some reason people have trouble finding it because there's a lot of different Thomas Sanders out there apparently
2: there is there's another uh, musician not from Mississippi uh, Thomas Sanders I think he's a singer he has a YouTube channel with three I went searching for you and so I, this is why I'm like I am the user that was looking for you um so so yes but you are you're the pianist not uh, not the YouTube YouTuber, that's at right. Least not yet. That's yeah. right.
3: Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, and that's really about the only big platform I use besides. Uh, uh, I'm not on YouTube, but uh, I do use YouTube a lot, and I know everybody does nowadays. Uh, but I'm on Facebook mostly, is where you'll see all of my events coming up, uh, and. Uh, stuff like that. That's where I usually add it on Facebook.
2: Well, I knew I wanted to get uh, another song out of you, uh, Thomas. I want I to lead you dry. So what are, what are you fisting to play next?
3: I think I'm going to do a whole lot of shaking going on.
2: Is that Jerry Lee Lewis also? That
3: he is, yes, ma'am.
4: Uh,
2: listen to me and my music uh, history. You can go ahead and get, and get set up. So head on over to supertalktv.com if you would like to see it in action. Again, this is Thomas Sanders of Natchez, Mississippi. He's going to play the piano. Get after it.
4: It for me all night long. I ain't a Whole lot of shaking going on. Well, I said, come on my baby. We got chicken in the barn. Woo, honey, now come on over, baby. We got a bull about a horn. I ain't a Whole lot of shaking going on. Let's go. We got chicken in the barn Who's barn, what barn, my barn Come on We got a bull about home horn I ain't faking it, But it's hanging it all that long Easy now, I so said shake Baby shake Ooh You can shake it one at a time for me oh, Well the hell, the hell Has to come over, baby the whole lot of shaking going on Easy now, let's shake Baby shake you got to do, honey, is just stand it in one spot. And you wiggle it around just a little bit. Now that's when you find I got something, you know. Well, let's go. Shake it, baby, shake it. Shake it, baby, shake it. And shake it, baby, shake it. Shake it, baby, shake it. Come on over. Oh, brother and shake it.
2: I feel like the crowd's going wild but it's just a party of me here in the studio by myself to clap for you but I definitely know you'd get a standing ovation for that Thomas and and wow I mean it's just it's 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 you are it's like I know You're you, but you definitely embody, you know, I can see now why they say that you are the next Jerry Lee Lewis, but I don't want, you know, as someone, I don't want that to like, you know, stop you. I want you to be Thomas Sanders. So if you ever break, you know, through that, you do not have to be a replica of Jerry Lee, but it is cool to know that you may take the, up the torch and then continue it in your direction because I don't want, you know, I feel like now I'm, I'm in a mom moment with you. <laughs> I'm like, you can be inspired by him and you don't have to feel his shoes but yes, I mean, because there was, we all saw something special in Jerry Lee Lewis, obviously, and there's definitely something special, I would say, in you as well, uh, Thomas. Oh, well, I appreciate that. If you had your own sort of, I guess, sense of style or um, if um what you lend to, I know it's the older country or all, but do you have this idea in your head of when you write your own music or when you write your own piano music like what what that will be like
3: yeah uh it would be very similar to jerry lee style that's that's the way i i learned to play and, and just how i how i play it uh just the way i learn how to do it and that's the way i've been doing it my whole life pretty much uh, my whole piano musical career uh there's no other way i can really play it uh you know, that's my style. I feel like that style is my style. That's what I feel like. Uh but I do get sort of a uh, an idea when I try to write songs that it's uh similar but not exactly like Jerry Lee does, but it's very similar. It takes it takes heavily from his style of old older country.
2: Do you hear the I guess is it the melody or whatever it is in your head first? Like what comes first? The words and then you try to put the piano to it or the piano come and then the, you try uh, to put words with it?
3: The words come first. I write the words and then I'll take a melody. Sometimes I'll take a mix of say Another Place, Another Time, which was a Jerry Lee song back in the sixties, uh, and I'll take a melody, something like that, and I'll take two or three of his other songs and try to put them together for the melody, and, and it turns out pretty well sometimes. But then other times I'll just have to come up with my own melody, and I've done that a couple of times. It sounds okay. It's, they're still working. I've got about two or three songs I'm working on, but it's, very, it's a work in progress. Uh, so they're not complete yet, but the words come first, and then I pick out the melody in my head and uh, just sit down and play it
2: sit down and play it and that's all you do do you do you wake up and brush your teeth and play the piano
3: pretty much yes yes (laughs) i
2: do dad's in the studio shaking his head dad also (laughs) said he has to come in and say thomas it's
3: time to go to 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 bed bed."
2: is there anything are there any other hobbies other than piano running in your head thomas
3: well i like older older cars older trucks and, and tractors and stuff uh he's the one that really he's the mechanic my dad is uh, but he's trying to teach me a little bit. I've got a 1957 Ford Fairlane car that I'm working on right now. Uh, and uh, But I'm into older stuff like that and, you know, working on stuff and uh, older tractors, cars, and trucks. It's just it's, older stuff sticks out to me for some reason. you
2: got an old soul in you, Thomas, even though you're only 17. Well, we're going to wrap it up here with Thomas Sanders coming up next.
1: Show was previous. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca
0: Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Don't forget, you can watch us. We are on computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. We are filling all the love on the ceasefire text line for Thomas Sanders, who's been joining us today. If by any chance you've missed today and you're just tuning in, shame on you. But you can catch it back uh in podcast form or on YouTube later on uh, today, because you're not going to want to miss the opportunity of learning more about Thomas Sanders. He has been dubbed the next Jerry Lee Lewis. But as his mother mentor, I am saying you can be the next Jerry Lee with a twist of Thomas. So That's be right. your own Flavor of Jerry Lee uh, Lewis. Take the path, take the torch, and then run it in your own direction, uh, which you are figuring that out, and you definitely will. And s- everyone's enjoying your playing for us. You've played Great Balls of Fire, and then you played. Would you play for us? A whole
3: lot of shaking. Whole right?
2: lot of shaking. And we're going to switch gears, and so we're gonna. You're gonna take us to church. So uh, you grew up in the church, and you grew up playing there. What hymn are you gonna play for us? I'm gonna
3: do the old Rugged Cross. My favorite. One so my if I favorites.
2: cry. You come back to the chair, and I'm in tears. Just know that 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 is definitely my favorite. You can go ahead and go to the go to the piano. So again, you're listening to Thomas Sanders, piano prodigy sensation from Natchez. He's going to play us "Old Rugged Cross."
4: On a hill
3: far away stood an old
4: rugged cross, the emblem of suffering. Chain. Oh, I love that old cross where the dearest and the best for a world of lost sinners was slain And I'll cherish rugged cross And my trophies At last I lay down I will cling To the old rugged cross And exchange it Someday
2: For a crown. My new favorite rendition of Old Rugged Cross. And you're right, Thomas. You do put your own little Jerry Lee kind of like spin to it, but it's Thomas's rendition of Old Rugged Cross. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to. Talk to Trish and be like, he needs to do a hymnal album first. Yes. I think that's what we need to do with I'm planning out your career. No, because I'd buy it in a heartbeat and sort of uh listen to it uh that way. But I mean, um yeah, so talented, so so talented for for you. Um it, folks are obviously listening and they're interested and they want to help support you. We don't have anything to buy yet. We don't have an album or anything like that. Um but if they want Wanted to book you or get you at their event or sort of find ways to help you out in that way. How do they do that?
3: Well, I've got a Facebook page. You can go on there and you can message me on Facebook or uh, I don't have any business cards or anything. I haven't gotten any made. That's really the only thing. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I
2: don't think you need business cards no, these days. I think no. you're going to do fine sort of through that. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, they can also email me, Rebecca at supertalk.fm. I'll make sure they get connected with you. But I also hope, though, selfishly, you get a little bit of fun there as being a college student on campus. I mean, again, the mom's coming out. And me. you're 17 of course we know we want you to take over the world and take Mississippi with you but I want you to experience uh, life on campus and being a fighting okra and have that kind of uh, fun time as well the rest of your life is is waiting enjoy being a college student um also uh there are you excited about moving to cleveland
4: uh
3: i am it's it's going to be an experience for me
2: (laughs) i think yes and probably for your family but also they've got all those pianos throughout the the town so i feel like there's going to be pop-up concerts uh for you throughout the whenever you stop and sort of sort of buy one um in that way but um but yeah i mean and still with your old cars and everything else Thomas, I mean what, what else makes Thomas tick?
3: Well, that's about it. Music and old cars.
2: Music and old cars. Who are you listening to right now?
3: I'm listening to a lot of Morgan uh, Wallen and, and uh Johnny Cash and, and uh just things of that sort, just older stuff. Uh, um that's about it. That's all I can think of.
2: Well you are welcome back anytime you come through the area and I'm gonna go ahead and say it when you get your first album. Good things is first on your list.
3: Yes, ma'am. For Absolutely. media
2: stops. You got it? All right. We're going to be keeping it up with you, Mr. Thomas.
3: All right. Well, it was a great pleasure to be here. I really appreciate you having me
4: on.
2: Well, I've enjoyed every minute of it. But you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from three to six. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. I hear good things for you.
1: This show was previously
0: a Super Talk Mississippi media production.